0: From in the beginning to the musical apocalypse, this is The Bible Says What. I'm your host, Mike Weisman. BSW has three new patrons to thank this week. First up are friends of the show R. Roberts and Dr. Goon23, followed by the show's new Firebrand-level patron, Scott. Firebrand-level patrons get a signed copy of the book, stuffed with all sorts of BSW stickers and cards. Thank you all for helping keep the recording light on. That being said... Counting the hits but ignoring the misses. When a healer only counts the times it works, they have to find a reason for the times it doesn't work. Often, instead of accepting the real plausibility that the healing powers do not exist, and that there is usually a very natural explanation for when someone gets better, the healer pushes back. Usually blaming some other force or person in the process. Reality is tough sometimes. Make-believe in fantasy can definitely help us along the journey, but it should be taken as just that, not real. It's important that we keep a barrier between the fanciful stories and reality. Let's start the show. Is there anything in the Bible that you yourself have an issue with? Okay, so it took you reading the Bible to realize that those things were bad for you? Yeah, it actually did. I I I didn't... Figure this out on your own? No, Ted, Ted Bundy could be redeemed. God doesn't kill children. What do you think the Passover was? Yahweh sets up a whole system in the Old Testament where you slaughter animals just so he's able to forgive you. Today's special guest is traveling shaman Mark Wiseman. That's right. His last name is Wiseman. Welcome to the show, Dr. Mark Thank Wiseman.
1: you so much. Thank you so much. It's an honor to be here. And, a, and Of course, it's a double honor when someone else has my close to my
0: last name. Close enough. Yeah, just spelled a little bit different. Sounds the same, yeah. though. Yeah. I before you, e except
1: after C and all that kind of stuff.
0: Sort of <laughs> all right? that crap, yeah. Yeah. Oh, man, <laughs> who pays attention? Uh, we're also here. We're for the uh, Santa Claus tryouts, just in case you guys yeah, on right. video. That's right. We're definitely. actually I had to trim mine back. There. I got, got caught. And I cut <laughs> off the big
1: parts. So
0: oh, no. That's back. terrible. Yeah. Yeah, that's okay. It'll grow back. Well, tell us a little bit about what you do, Mark.
1: Well, uh, I, I do a lot of things, uh, but primarily what I try to do is I help people to find peace. Um, mm. When we talk about mental health, what we find is, uh, you know, this, this building of a stress and, and psychological trauma that can affect them in, in just a myriad of ways. And it all depends. It all comes back to some of the, some of the basic principles of, you know, your, your genetics, obviously, uh, ancestry, All of these things really have a a part to play when we start balancing out the spirit with the physical body. And as we achieve that balance, we find that physical ailments, mental ailments, all of these ailments seem to begin to dissipate. And mental health is, is just another one of those ways that spirituality, when we begin to embrace what spirituality means to us, and what our ancestry brings to us, we can establish a me- a better mental health a way of dealing, a way of living, with our chemistry, our DNA, and and certainly all of the spiritual influences that we will have in our lifetime. And so that's that's my goal, that's my whole hope. Uh, I work with primarily uh, veterans of the United States military, um, mm-hmm. as well as the United Kingdom military, and and we just talk about ways of of you know, everybody wants to, to build coping mechanisms, and yeah. it's really not coping mechanisms. We don't want coping mechanisms because coping mechanisms is a signature on the line that says I'm broken. That's, mm. that's what I, I have to cope with something. I'm broken. Huh. And you're not broken. You're changed. You're grown. You've just adopted different energies, and you need to learn how to deal with those. And so huh. I try to help people uh, to see that and and to experience joy and happiness and find what contentment looks like in the new them whatever
0: that that picture looks like thank you that was that's nice thank you um as as far as lots of questions there of course um (laughs) i think we need to go back to the basic part of it though uh the spiritual spirit how do you define that well i mean there's there's a spiritual
1: realm separate of us Um, and the way i define this um, is if you think of an atom okay a (laughs) physical atom of matter it has three parts right it has uh, a proton Hmm. a neuron and an electron right and so if we say oh let's look at the atom and we say um, the proton and the neuron are the nucleus right? And so then we have this electron kind of floating around, depending on which cell you're talking about or which atomic structure you're talking about.
0: We have many yeah, different. Yeah. You take me back to, to, to high school here. Go, go ahead. I'm trying, Sorry. I'm trying to keep did, up. Sorry, I didn't mean to do the
1: time <laughs> travel on you as well. Um, but but if you think of the physical body as that nucleus, okay, and then your spiritual self, your spiritual energy is the electron. And this is how we exist in this duality.
0: Because as a whole,
1: right, right. So we are part spiritual, mostly physical. And so it's our spiritual center that allows us to, to have those, Leaps and bounds sometimes of intellect, of wisdom that maybe we've never experienced and we have no idea how we've picked this up, but yet here it is. We're smart or, uh, you know, just this random thought that comes into our head that just enlightens us
0: beyond recognition. This is our... Gives us ideas. Right. So this electron that's floating around is the spirit world. Correct. So... How do we know that this electron, this spirit world, is floating around?
1: I think there's evidence every day. Think about it. If you took a hundred babies born today, we'll say, okay, hundred of them. All right, hundred of those hundred babies, ninety-eight percent of them, ninety-eight would be have five fingers, five toes, both eyes that work, everything's functional, good to go, out the door. Right. Who of those babies would have some level of DNA manipulation that made them unique, even Different, more yeah. unique than they already are? And it's that decision matrix that tells me beyond a shadow of a doubt that there's something else making a decision hmm. about us external to the
0: cells. So there's an intelligent so force out, out there that is uh, manipulating our DNA before oh, no, we no. are fully... Let sorry. me correct you. Yeah,
1: yeah. I just want to correct you. They don't yeah. manipulate our DNA. We do. Okay. we do. And that's already been scientifically proven that where we do so what that do they do? from the time we're conceived to the time we die.
0: I don't know about that one, but we're, uh, so what do they do? <laughs> what, they watch, or uh,
1: in some cases, um, you know, you you have a multitude of spirit types. Okay, um, so the landvetti comes from my heritage. Landvetti are the spirits of the land. That's what it means. Uh, it's in Old Norse, and in Old Norse, these landvetti, they would go to battle with uh, Ulf Hefnar, and to a degree, the berserkers. And they would be a force, all right? So we'll say you had an army and you were challenging my king. I was the Ulf Hethnar and I would defend my king. I would employ the use of Lev And so you could technically look at finding rainstorms that lasted for days upon days upon days that would then slow down your advance almost miring you down or trees would fall and block the
0: path or rock slides would fall and crush some of your men. And so, so all would, of this is brought to you the, by. Sorry, the spirit guys would, would cause the landslides or the, of the trees. Okay. Yes. So they would interfere by causing landslides and trees, but right, they wouldn't their, actually stop. They would, anything. they would not fight. No, that's not their job. Their job. Well, they didn't is have to fight. They could, the, land. the ground could suck up from underneath them. And they can get Correct. trapped in a giant hole. I mean, are these? It these could happen? I mean, I feel like I'm smarter than these spirits already, and I'm not the smartest man on the planet. That's for sure. Um, so interesting. They so they pre- manipulate things to have little things change, but not anything within any kind of significance.
1: Well, I guess it would depend on your your definition of significance.
0: A giant pothole yeah. where they're all stuck in it, so that kind of you know they're trapped. So now As that the tree army falling army in the woods blocking My army rail.
1: can now cut them down, cut them down, mm-hmm. and I don't lose any men.
0: So or the a mudslide that is- could just like bury them, right? I mean, there's all kinds and of lightning weapons. strike could set a fire in the, their path. I mean, I mean, it's true. Could actually is, do some. That is accurate.
1: To, that is an accurate, yeah. and that's and that's what they do now. In addition to the Lenvetti, which have existed since before humans, the Lenvetti are assisted by our ancestors. Our ancestors don't just disappear. They don't go anywhere. Huh. They leave their physical form behind, yet they stay in energy form.
0: It's no, we're, getting too far. Form. we're getting too far. Mark, sorry. We're getting too far. Okay. <laughs> oh, sorry. Let's go back to the I'm DNA. I know go, you're good. This is great. Uh, this is very interesting stuff. But I want to get back to that DNA. I want to figure out. So we manipulate the DNA. In what do. part do those forces play in that specific thing? You were, you were talking about 100 babies, and then 98% of them, there's going to be a difference. The difference right. is not the spirits, though. It's it's people. People it, are causing that. It, but what it could be is not
1: indeed the spirits, but an influence by them. They could give us some knowledge. Or our spiritual self, our spiritual center could say, oh, I've heard this. I, I think need to learn this
0: yeah uh, i know, think i know I, where you're going I, with I was,
1: this so i was like, yeah, I, I was so great last year or last time i
0: visited. last time and, around in life right yeah. gotcha yeah no, i think i i, I talked to somebody who, who thought something similar um so we can change our dna before we come back to our new life so for, you, well yes we're, we're going to alter a have yes. chosen to alter their dna to give themselves cancer
1: Not really. Well, to a degree. What they typically do and what typically happens in a position like that is that I have set up my uh, DNA and the chemistry within my body to be more uh, accepting. And then there's energies outside of us that could cause that. I mean, bottom line, if you worked as an example, you worked under a radio tower your whole life you have a very real possibility of having some level of damage from the energy waves that the radio towers are producing. Right. Okay. Same thing is applying when you're uh, talking about spiritual influence as well. If we set ourselves up for it, we have the potential to accept negative. Non-productive energies.
0: Which could non-productive then cause... energies? Non-productive. I,
1: I can, energies. you know, that
0: <laughs> I know those people. I work with some of those people. <laughs> non-productive <laughs> energies. <laughs> <But> sorry, sorry. <laughs> it's
1: energy that comes to us that we may not know how to use, may not know how to utilize, and so we we may inadvertently utilize it incorrectly. In this case, we don't know we're
0: using it incorrectly, correct? So, we're not Not giving ourselves cancer, so we're not totally in control
1: to a a large part of, say, cancer, or or any other of these man diseases. Hmm. Yes, the energy comes from outside of us, and there, but we have set up the reception for that energy
0: we have set up the we so we're we accepted this energy we want to have cancer our next time around it's okay with us we would like to suffer and die
1: there are experiences my friend that we can have even in the darkest in what many others would we consider so dark and so heinous yet Many people whom I have spoken with, who have been in that position, do not see themselves that way.
0: There are I cannot see somebody willingly giving themselves a debilitating disease to where they would suffer and die from it. I just but, I can't see that as a as a as a as a willing you know thing I'm going to be doing with my own free will. I just don't well, see that as a you, thing.
1: You you may
0: not doesn't make sense give yourself it
1: but you self you set yourself up for accepting it
0: yeah mark mark that's kind of it's kind of disturbing honestly i mean go to a cancer mark, ward with a bunch of kids or dying of cancer I, and tell them you set yourself I, up for this in your previous no, life you don't thought don't this was going to be a good idea man i know I you're suffering it sucks you but, have uh, the energy talk to your past to through this, <laughs> it's terrible to through this
1: <laughs> oh, to grow through it mark you have you you, know, you you what we typically do in many cases is we strip away our power,
0: <sighs>
1: and we give up. We say, "Oh, I have can My wife survived
0: cancer. My wife. A lot of people do, but wife. a lot of people don't. Mark, well, that's that's I what understand. I'm talking about. I'm talking about the I, misses right now. Yeah. I understand, and yeah. that's true,
1: and and I, I don't, I don't know how to tell you, that, in some cases. We are here to learn. We are here to grow. Hmm. And in some cases, this is a necessary thing. Like death hmm. in war, it is a necessary thing. We hmm. learn. We love. Because I can tell you quite well, honestly. Well, death in war really is necessary. A, you're on the verge, and we
0: can do if it. I may. If I Lots may. Oh, sorry, go ahead. Yeah, sorry.
1: I have visited people on the, on the edge. On the end they were on their way yeah they have told me what an experience
0: that they have had yeah well it was an experience, experience for sure yeah yeah and, yeah, and that, i mean that doesn't verify loved. any kind of spirit world though but, but I, I mean you. honestly thank you for that Mark. let's get off of that for a minute that's kind of a dark subject and sorry we kind of started <laughs> off there let's no uh, well you know we got to get busy right yeah got to get to it Um, So I want to get to the energies, these energies. um, Where do they come from? Did somebody make these energies? Are they natural as part of the universe? Or how does that work? Yes. All of the above.
1: Um, above. Somebody made it and it's natural. The original energies came from before anything, when there
0: was a void. Infinity stones.
1: Small particles came together to form what we know to be a consciousness. That consciousness then continued to grow. And became what we now all refer to as a deity. Okay. Whether you decide to choose one, two, thousands, whatever, <laughs> we—they are just large collections
0: of energy. Back up that god train. You—you you said it was a collection of energy. <laughs> uh, yeah. I wish I could. I wish I could Jim carry that. But right. I did. <laughs> got it. So you've got these energies that are in the universe. Correct. And they come together. They they're binging around, and all of a sudden they they come well, together. Well, they're going to draw. Whenever you get energies
1: together in a vacuum, you do understand that they will coagulate by magnetic. Well, by it's a
0: huge, expansive space. Agreed. So you've got energies I, coming together from which side of the universe? I mean, I mean, there are uh, so many possibilities uh, and questions. Late. And the universe ahead. was universe didn't happen to after the Big Bang. So the energy was there before everything else. How do we figure yeah. that? How does that get there? How does the energy get there before how, anything how else?
1: You have, how could you have a deity figure larger than the
0: universe? I have no idea. The universe itself could be the deity. I like that idea. That's the idea. Okay. That's a good one. But I
1: choose to think that the deity figure is larger than the universe. The universe is just one section because the universe that we know so it's like it's that's expanding every day is part of the physical realm. So it's still... Okay, this it, is
0: getting deep. All right. Uh-huh.
1: It applies... to follow <laughs> Everything that we know to be the universe uh, has planets, stars, space, all the things that are in the universe. Uh, Those... That's all part of the physical realm. Why? Because if we had the Starship Enterprise, uh-huh. we could go to that place and we could touch that star. Uh-huh. That means it's physical. It's yeah. physical matter. Yeah. yeah. Totally so, understand. <laughs> Anything that we know or that we see through the Hubble telescope and
0: we can see it, that means it's physical. Everything we can interact with is physical, yes. what And then Correct. spiritual is stuff that we can't interact with.
1: Correct. We can't and sense, so, see,
0: hear, taste, touch. So how do we know it's there, though?
1: But the deity would have to be above that area, that thing that we call the universe. The deity would have to be larger than that for it to create
0: We haven't verified the other part yet, though. Let's. There's a spirit part. That's true. Well, but technically,
1: technically, they are almost one in the same because they Mm -hmm. occupy the same time and space. This is where we started our conversation back at the atom, where we said that we had the proton, or the nucleus, rather was the physical form and the electron being the spirit the spiritual side, they occupy the same time and space because they're, an, they're an atom. You're made of millions of them. Every, yeah. every, one of your listeners. That's what tell me. so every part that you have of a nucleus, you have electrons. Therefore, every
0: part of your physical, you have part that's spiritual. Well, that, that's the electron isn't spiritual though correct but it's part, it's part of, of the physical habit. so we're adding spiritual to it we're, we're taking physical and adding spiritual to it you're just using the well, animism. An i'm using but, it correct yeah, but, but, there but we go. Uh, there's no spiritual involved in that and that doesn't prove the point or well it does hey, it proves that we can it's a nice analogy
1: but... <laughs> we can yeah agree and 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 for clarification what it means is that we have these two realms, the spiritual mm-hmm. and the physical, that can occupy the same time and space, and we can do it
0: at a molecular level. how do we what, know we're doing it?
1: How do you know you can't doing, sense how,
0: it? How if we're people, occupying the same space as sorry if we're occupying the same space as the spiritual? Nope. How do we know that we are occupying the same space as the, something we cannot interact with? But you do interact with it. All, oh. the I, All the okay. time. All the time. How have I interacted
1: with it today? Have you felt happy today? Yeah, those are emotions. Uh, uh, uh,
0: emotions? What are emotions? Emotions Feelings. are chemical, uh, no. chemical reactions in the brain. Yes.
1: That's right. So they're chemical reactions. So, But within the brain, uh-huh. what do we need? For you to have, to know how to be happy.
0: Thoughts, history, Mm -hmm.
1: thoughts of life experiences, experiences. Right? Yeah. Are all your experiences all yours?
0: Um. Yes, they're my my experiences are my experiences. But what most often you may have.
1: Is experiences in your knowledge, in your intellect, that are used to convert this chemical thing to to tell us how we feel. Some of those experiences may not be yours. They may be some of your ancestors. Well, How do you know that? Because I've never known how to do half the things that I now do. I don't know what that means. I Explain it. that. I mean, I you know now I can do healings. I've healed people. I've never done healings. that before.
0: Well, we're we're gonna we'll get on that one. Let's, let's put a sure. pin in that. I
1: mean, <laughs> so but all sure, these things I mean, that you can do you because can your do... ancestors
0: were able to do them. Correct. So your ancestors had the had healing powers, and because uh, your yeah. ancestor had healing powers, you now have healing powers as well. I must have had some interaction
1: with them so that now I could do this,
0: this skill. So in your worldview, healing powers are a thing. Yes. Have you never gone to
1: bed when you feel sick and you say, damn, I just don't feel like doing this today. And you go back to bed, you sleep for eight hours, you get up and you say, you know, I feel better. Right? It's my body does its thing. It's, a,
0: it's not really yeah. a healing
1: power. It's You're, natural. Yeah, boy, well, it is. It is a healing power, my friend. You've just healed yourself. You yeah. took the medicine. What's the medicine? The medicine was rest.
0: Rest. But there's no spirit you involved you, in that. Go
1: to the doctor, did you? Because you were tired.
0: Sometimes you do, yeah. And they give you medicine and it and helps you well, or surgeries well, if you need And it. you have yeah. a real
1: hard problem. But maybe. Instead of going to the doctor, maybe you just need another nap or another rest or let your body do what it's supposed to do. It happens all the time, my friend.
0: But where's the healing powers, though? Like these, it's nothing special. That's not an ancestral uh, knowledge. That's just something our bodies do.
1: Okay. Then physiologically, tell me. What organ is in charge of healing you?
0: What what organ is in charge of healing? I don't think it's organ. I think it's my cells, my white blood. I don't man. I'm not a doctor. I don't know how all that crap works. It's not spirits, <laughs> though. I can tell you that. There's a lot smart well, people I, out I, there that I, can quote it. But I, guess not we'll
1: just, I guess we'll just agree to disagree there. Because what I think is that we can receive healing energies. As an example. Um, what organ when does I that? Bus- when I was 22, <laughs> 22 years old, so a couple of moons ago, uh-huh. I overdosed on heroin. That sucks, man. Uh, no, it didn't. It was a wonderful experience because I learned cool. so much. Uh-huh. I overdosed. And for eight and a half minutes, I had no heart. No heartbeat. And instead of continuing for another eight minutes, hmm. some stranger came. I, I I don't know him. I didn't know him at the time, I should say. I didn't know who he was. Hmm. And he grabbed me, dragged me over to his motorcycle, rode I don't I, I have no idea I wasn't conscious. He actually tied his belt around me, so that I was connected to him and we drove to his house, his double wide or, or single wide trailer in, in the middle of the Arizonian desert uh-huh. where he locked me in a bedroom for three months. Wow. As I fought the demons that raged through my mind and ridded myself of heroin. During those three months, I envisioned all kinds of things. Some of them, I'm absolutely convinced were hallucinations uh, based uh, on the heroin leaving my system.
0: Um, how the body works.
1: Some of them were not. Some of them was knowledge as to what I needed to do, how I needed to go forward, what I needed to act. Now, there is a, there is a bright uh, lining on this cloud It's three and a half months later, um, Mm. he took me into his kitchen. I was clean, uh, had a wonderful breakfast. He gave me the car keys to his pickup truck, said, I've already packed all your family's belongings in the truck. Go and never come back to Arizona. And that's exactly what I did. My family at the time lived in Washington, the state of Washington there over by Seattle. So I Mm. drove the 20, whatever, hundred miles it is got there the night before christmas eve um i spent uh lived in a barn there uh with my brother and four months four months four weeks from that day that i arrived in washington i met my shield maiden at the time um six weeks later we were married and we've been married 33 years I've never looked at drugs. I've never considered them as an option. I've never even needed them as I've begun uh, a life of trance work and spirit channeling. I've done it all now, and I've never needed to go back. Now, could I have been that willpower? No. I'm just a person. Um, Yeah. You know, people can do amazing things, man they do, Our bodies but can do amazing things they also have a tendency mm-hmm. to go with the flow of the water they don't typically like to swim upstream most people means. are more are more willing to just let things continue to happen in my case i could have stayed i could have somehow magically awoken from my overdose and i could have gone on with life partying more heroin more cocaine who knows Mm. Um, but I didn't. And more importantly, I've never had the need to be there again. I've never. And so I, you know, I'm convinced beyond, beyond any doubt that there are forces far, far greater than me who are guiding us, who are granting us knowledge, experience, wisdom and healing As we go forward, and they're trying to make the life of, 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 you know, they're trying to make existence more harmonious. And that's what my ancestors wanted because that's what they lived. My ancestors come from Denmark, 53 generations from Denmark, from Bjarbjason. And of those 53 generations, um, that I have documented because of another uh, uh, a reason. They believed in a simplicity and they knew without any reservations who was driving, who was in charge, who made things happen for them. And that knowledge has passed on. And so living now the way I do, I live very, I try to live very simplistically, and I I give credit to the to all the spirits, whether it be the Lamvetti who have helped me uh, with my my grass and my yard and my and all the things around me, whether it be my ancestors for giving me the gift of knowledge about my family, about you know ancestors that unfortunately I never had the chance to meet, but all of this has come from my spiritual connections and my spiritual uh uh trance particularly in the trance work but certainly in the channeling as well and it's it's, so there there leaves no doubt for me
0: gotcha well thank you for
1: that mark oh you're absolutely welcome and thank you for you know i really appreciate when people challenge the thinking because yeah we don't grow again, as I mentioned before, when we just ride the water down the creek. We grow when we dig our feet in the sand and we turn and we face the current and we begin to learn and grow. And that's how, you know, if if you're going to exercise, they they say, I have a good friend who's Mr. Fitness. Anyway, one of his exercises is he walks against, he has a a small river by his house. It's a small river. Anyway, <laughs> he walks against it. And that's uh-huh. that's part of his exercise every day. Like I would go for a walk in the park, he goes for a walk up the river. And and that's what he does. And he works his legs. He's a runner. That's what he does. So makes sense. Um, yeah. Good. But yeah, good idea. And, so, yeah. and and he does that. And and I started thinking about that. And I started really pondering it. And I start communicating uh with my my spiritual self and it it taught me that's when we grow that's where we see muscle growth is when we're pushing up river
0: if we're going down river and we're challenging ourselves 100 yeah, percent absolutely that's how you do but it you gotta challenge yourself or else you're not going to make it anywhere you're just going to sit on the couch and watch bonanza reason reruns yeah i'm talking to you I, Walter. I you're out there somewhere Bonanza, yeah. <laughs> Bonanza, good show. Well, that's a whole other thing. That's a whole other thing. Well, thank you. I I, I did come to um, a, a couple other questions here. Um, you, you said they were granting um, granting things, the spirits. Granting, granting us.
1: Uh, if I, if I use the word granting, maybe
0: granting was a bad word choice. Okay. So what what do do they um cuz you had mentioned they they're allowed to do little things. Well, why are they only doing the little things? Are they not able to do the big things to step in? Well, like right now if we wanted them to let's just say go we we could have that healing power going to a cancer ward or or somewhere where there's children who are going to die and they could grant us that power to go in there and heal them are they capable of doing something like that? And if not, why not? Well, I think, I
1: think our understanding of, of that picture is a little, could they heal people, uh, as you mentioned in a, in a cancer ward that's in a child's hospital? Um, there are energies that can heal, yes. Uh, Much the same way that, that, you know, that they use um, not chemotherapy, but the other one, radiation therapy uh, for cancer. Um, Sure, there are energies that can heal. The question is, is who's giving it? Who's directing it? I mean, they don't wander around aimlessly looking for people
0: to heal, No. I would so Someone is directing the good the energies to heal certain people, but not other people.
1: I think they, I would, I would suppose, and this is a supposition on my part, um, is <sighs> that they need to be directed. The energy needs to be
0: focused to an individual. Okay. So someone is directing it to heal somebody and not somebody else. Yes. And that is the God, the deity. The...
1: Uh, no, no. That's, no. A, that's going to be a person on Earth. A physical form is directing that energy. This is a uh, mom and dad. Mom and dad is probably funneling more energy into that child than could light a small city. Um, because they're really, you know, really wanting them to heal.
0: And Mark. they're drawing on other energies. So the more... Hold on. <laughs> so, mom and dad are directing good energies into the kid who's dying of cancer. Then you've got an entire church directing good energies, and then you've got the entire town directing good energies, but the kid still dies. Why? But see, Did the good energies not um, good enough. How's that? Well, um, no,
1: I, I, I'm fearful in my answer because many people. Whom I have dealt with in over the years, say they do one thing and then don't. And may do exactly the opposite.
0: So the town didn't care enough. They really said they were caring, but they I, didn't I, care. I can't, I, I, you know,
1: and I'm not going to throw anyone under the bus here. Um, I'm
0: but just that's the only to- other way it could be. Either it's not real or somebody just didn't care enough. And so we c- it can't somebody not be real.
1: Somebody right energy.
0: It's got to be somebody else's fault.
1: I, I, no, no I will not point fault to an experience. We
0: we kind of just did
1: there, Mark, though. We, we kind of just did. I, I, I No, I'm simply saying there are energies that arrived at a child that were not productive in
0: healing the illness. And whose fault was it, the I, energies or the person's?
1: And or both. Because energy hmm. can be corrupted, right? If I stand next well, to a microwave, I well, can't stand next to a microwave with my cell phone. When I'm cooking you, my coffee, I got to put my cell phone down, or otherwise my reception goes to poo.
0: Right? I mean, well, I don't know so, about that, but you're cooking your coffee in your microwave—that's a whole other issue. No, <laughs> that's the you cook the I thought. I thought that's how. It I don't. I, I I like cold coffee. That's just my thing. It's this Santa uh, Claus here on this side of the North Pole. He enjoys cold coffee. <laughs> oh well, I'm in 37 inches
1: of snow, so I appreciate warm uh,
0: coffee. Uh, yeah, um, I do miss but some what snow, the snow,
1: though. Is that you can have a corruption that's not caused mm. purposely. It could be inadvertent. Um, there could be people, and there are people in this world who are mm. energy sinks. They just are. It's a natural state for them. Um, how many people do you know? How many people do you know who can't mm. wear watches?
0: I don't know anybody that can't wear watches. I know nobody that oh. can't wear watches.
1: Oh my goodness, really? Oh, I yeah. know a bunch. Anyway, I can oh. I can Well, I, can I know understand. some through you then. <laughs> yes, yes. Vicariously you're going to have to live here. Um, <laughs> but there's something in their code, in their genetics, in their chemistry that literally will kill a watch. As an example. and not wear,
0: yeah. Oh, I've killed several. I thought they just couldn't wear it, like it was uncomfortable, or they did not oh, like no, the way it looks. Or... No, they can't wear a watch for long
1: because they, they actually kill watches. Watch.
0: Yes, I don't understand. How does one kill a watch? Uh, you know, I, I I haven't prayed about that, so I can't give you
1: an authoritative answer. <laughs> um, but what I can say is, darn! I wish I had that Rolex back, um, <laughs> because I have <laughs> gone through eight. Eight watches. Oh, Mark. Boot watches. These are not Walmarts. These are Rolex, tagging Oh,
0: Walmart sponsors uh, the show, though, Mark. Shh. Yeah. Oh, sorry. I'm joking. I'm joking. Oh, oh okay.
1: <laughs> you made me nervous for a minute, my friend. You're fine. So, um, I mean, it wasn't until I got an Apple watch, and I've actually mm-hmm. had this Apple watch now for about a year, which is the longest watch I've ever owned in my life. Because what, what happens? happens is, yeah. it the the little I guess there's a little thing, and I I don't understand it. So I, I huh. took him to a watchmaker and said, "Can you fix this?" And uh, you know, for five hundred dollars or whatever he charged me, he said, "No, I can't." The did you Chinese really want it fixed person, though?
0: Because the spirits can sense that. I don't know. Oh, I'm
1: sure they could. Your and they probably knew I didn't have. <laughs> I didn't want to spend four hundred more dollars on that darn watch. Um, apparently they but, didn't care. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> they told me actually maybe they were just telling me I needed to buy an Apple watch before I really they, did. Oh man. Um,
0: Apple now sponsors this show. Oh, okay, well, they, oh, we're
1: golden then. <laughs> they do it they do it for my show. So it's all good.
0: <laughs> oh man, send them over here. <laughs> uh, so okay, what hap- why does it uh, it doesn't work because you put off an energy? I, I I'm guessing,
1: yes. I'm guessing hmm. there must be some energies within, you know, in my case, I, I have a watch for about, it usually takes about two and a half to three months hmm. and I'll wear it. Cause I wear my watch all day, right? Like Ooh, everybody That's else. a
0: lot, Mark. That's a lot. Uh,
1: sorry. I just do. No, that's a lot.
0: Like like you're breaking watches. I mean, and the spirits can is, do this and that and this and that. Crazy. It, it's crazy. It's crazy. It really brings me down to though it it brings me down to is somebody in charge of all of this? Are the spirits acting on their own? Is there a higher deity besides the people that apparently can affect the spirits? But is there a you said there was some kind of something. Is that something in control of those spirits? Or is it just there to create and watch?
1: It is there to create and teach. Teach. deities don't do, uh. Well, I can't say they don't do anything because they do do a lot. Oh, uh, but the deity figures the collection, the collectives of energy, and you can put any name, any label we'd like, whether it be Yahweh, Buddha, Confucianism. Mm. Um, you know, I happen to seek the ones of my ancestors, which is Odin, uh, mm. which defines the masculine properties of energy, and Wednesday, Freyja, which then uh identifies the feminine part of hmm. the the energy that I received. So um Do you call him are,
0: Wednesday? I'm sorry. Or do you call him? Do you call him Wednesday or do you call him Odin? Uh I call him Sir. Uh, oh. the only time
1: oh. I've ever met him uh was you met vision. Odin? I did. I oh. had a vision. did he look like us? No. No oh, damn it. He was much <laughs> taller he he reminded me. Well, I can't even say he reminded me of Chris Hemsworth because he was much taller than that.
0: <laughs> um,
1: and, and he, he uh, wasn't Odin. He he was much bigger. And oh yeah, no, he was Odin. Uh, I know
0: there are. Well, oh, no, I mean, yeah, Hemsworth world. wasn't Odin though. Hemsworth was. Oh yes, or...
1: agreed. I was just using him for a size comparison
0: yeah. Yeah. Uh,
1: because I I believe uh, oh wonderful actor plays Odin in that Marvel series. And, and Anthony uh, Hopkins, much much small, yes, and yeah. he's much smaller. Um, yeah, so I was yeah, I was only using Chris Hemsworth for the size.
0: Um, but uh, so the deities, what do they do? They they don't do much. They
1: teach. Well, they do. They do create. They create, create. and they release and manage the
0: energies of the universe. They so, do manage the energies. There it is. They manage the energies. So well, oh, well,
1: I think manage
0: might be a loose term. <laughs> i love it uh, i love this we're changing terms this is good this is man, good
1: man it might be a little brutal uh because what they do is they man they don't monitor it
0: because no. they really
1: don't care it's it has no bearing on anything
0: um huh why even create it if it doesn't matter it, it does matter oh, the it management matter. of it doesn't matter the management doesn't matter, so it doesn't matter who lives, who dies, as long as the, the, the no its We're
1: we're we're are we're, we're mixing a, a negative in there when we say that no one cares if someone dies. Uh, no, the, the and deity the doesn't care. Don't care. That's right. No, uh, I disagree. Um, no, I do. disagree. Um, deities do care. They care about all peoples. I mean. they... Huh. Their, you are their creation, so they care, okay. but they also understand that there's been a learning experience that your spiritual self need
0: to have. Oh, again, Mark, that's really so, horrible to tell to a kid dying in a cancer ward. That's so I, bad. It's so bad. We're back you know, at that. I, we're going to kind of end it there, though. We're gonna, we're gonna. I, I, I do I want to know what Odin point said point. before we we close it out, though. What what did Odin tell you? In your vision. In, in, lieu, in lieu of me telling you, I'm
1: going to, I'm going to throw out a tidbit. Uh-huh. In lieu of telling you, I wrote a book. The book was okay. published in May of this year. Um, in the book, the book's name is The Turn to Final. It's hmm. available on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, all the places that you buy it. And in the book, I describe very in detail, word for word, what was told to me. Um, and in most cases, most people may look at it and go, it doesn't matter so much to them. But for me, it was a life changing moment when I was given my birthright. Mm. And that's that's really important. Um, my ancestors, they they lived and died by birthright. You know, mm. uh, in modern day America, unfortunately, we we really kind of shrug that off as something that's not important but um it is in my ancestors and and now in my life it is it's it's critical to what i am and to what i represent and what i do um Hmm. and so that's what was given to me that night Hmm. so if i had to say you know uh you know what did odin say i mean there was there was a lot of of, of him telling me about my birthright and what that meant and what I was to do. And I swore an oath and I repeated a phrase that I had never heard before to a man I had never met in person before hmm. and who at one point when I was ordained in the Christian church, I had denounced.
0: Hmm. Yeah. You kind of have to do that. It's kind of one of their rules. Yeah, no other gods and whatnot
1: (laughs) yeah and so yeah they get a little crabby about that but (laughs) I had said you know there has to be something else there just has to be we cannot live Hmm. with a singular perspective in our lives we can't
0: well there must be we also can't just start choosing things that you know, sound good either.
1: Well, you know, and that's, that's really where I work with a lot of people. And that's what I, one of my main messages is you have choices. Mm. You have choices. And some of them are going to be hard. I'm not going to lie. I won't won't sugarcoat it. (laughs) Some of them are going to be very hard. They're going to be Mm. very emotionally wrapped. Mm. So they're going to be even more difficult if they weren't already difficult enough but we have a choice. We simply have to accept the ramification for that choice. There may may be a harder experience if we change our trajectory. It may be easier. We don't know. And unlike everything and everyone who's come from the Christian church, who says our plan, our life's trajectory is all Hmm. planned out already. It's not. You can change. Like I walked away, survived from heroin and cocaine and all of the horrible things that I had done in my earlier lives. You can change. Hmm. Now, will I look any man in the eye and tell him that, you know, my life after leaving that world behind has been easy? Yeah. 33 years of marriage. I have five children and now four beautiful grandchildren. No, my life has been a challenge every step of the way. When I left the Christian church, my wife was threatened mm-hmm. with violence.
0: Man, and we've man, That's about right. I mean, <laughs> that's what their God does. <laughs>
1: I mean, Bruh.
0: so like father, yeah. like kids.
1: So, Um, You know, we we just, we, unfortunately, yes, you know, does, you know, can I go into a cancer ward of children and tell them that, you know, you did this yourself? No. Would I? No. Would I tell the parents
0: that? No. Yeah, but that's still something you believe, though. And if it's something you wouldn't tell them, I don't know, man.
1: I don't know. I, I would tell them that we, and I'm going to join forces with them, is we are going to try to focus positive energy
0: yeah well you know, we i'm have all about under- that positive for sure yeah, and-, and, and
1: just keep pushing that narrative to where they they just they do and we get all the people surroundings and and we do the best we can
0: yeah we learn we
1: love yeah. you know we love those children we love the parents who have to endure that and hmm. um, you know i i my heart goes out to every everyone. Everyone who has suffered a, a child, uh, my, my, yeah. one of my sons was born without lungs. Uh, well, that's not true. Mm. He has two ribs of lungs <laughs> on either side. Um, he's one in 250 million babies that are born in this condition that actually lived. He is now 28 years old. Mm. As uh, my granddaughter, my only granddaughter, <laughs> one of my grandsons. And, it, you know, I beam with, with excitement for him, for his children. Um, yeah. and so can I say, you know, with definitively, that I have all the answers? No, I'm just another journeyer, just like everyone no. else. I'm learning as I go. Um, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm, I'm embracing my ancestry and the spirituality that I'm being taught or I'm learning, um, and so, you know, I, I don't, uh, hmm. I don't claim to know it all.
0: Yeah. Th- well, thank you so much for that. And thank you for sharing. Um, but I mean, if you're going to give um, credit, oh man, I totally lost my train of thought on that. Damn, that was bad. All right. Well, we're going to end it there anyways. <laughs> okay. No, no, it's it
1: Probably so a great, a great thought. thought. So if it I'm comes to you all. later, just email oh. it.
0: Yeah, I'll probably put it in the intro. We'll put it in the intro. Uh, as soon as we hang up, I'll remember. But anyways, this has been a blast. Thank you so much for your time. Uh, go ahead and where can we find your stuff? Uh, where can we find you? Go ahead and plug it. Okay, well, the, the best place to start is A.K. Hefnar.
1: And that's spelled A-K this, for yeah. Alaska. <laughs> Hefnar is U-L-F as in Frank. H-E-D as in Dynamite. na dot com. And from there, you can get to all of our social media. You can get to all, a copy of the book. I mean, you can get to everything about me and and getting in touch with me, um, communicating with me and my team. Uh, it's all there on that webpage. Um, a wonderful source and a, a great start. Um, and then uh, uh, you can always find us on YouTube, TikTok, all of those
0: weird places Social
1: media things yeah that my staff thinks is really important so um <laughs> so they're all there um uh, but what i try to encourage people is is you know if if you have a question you know i would rather you come to me and just ask it mm. you know i'm not judgmental mm. i want you to just ask me talk to me and i would rather you talk to me or anyone just get it out there and mm. and maybe you'll find some relief. and mm. keep asking don't give up don't quit never quit yeah. um you know don't it's not worth surrendering um you know i and that's that's my my mantra is just never surrender just keep asking there it is. looking for there the
0: hope is. never give up never surrender galaxy quest great film um, I do remember what it was. Now I'm gonna save it for the intro. So in, in order for you to to catch that, you gotta rewatch the episode when it comes out. Nice. <laughs> all right, all right, Mark. Well, this has been a blast. I, I Thank you so much. It. Yeah,
1: yeah. I very much appreciate you, and I really do. Uh, I really do appreciate people who are giving people hope, because that's really what the world needs right now. More than mm. anything else, right now, we need hope, and we need people who are willing to come out stand against the current and and shout in a loud voice
0: there is there a is a loving voice a loud loving voice yes <laughs> absolutely thank That's you Mark correct.
1: thank you my friend love and light to you and your listeners
0: thank you well, I'll let you know when this comes out thank you That's all the show there is for you today. Thanks for listening. As always, you can find me at the Bible Says What YouTube and Facebook pages. You can also find clips of the show on TikTok under BSW The Podcast. If you like what you heard and want to help keep the recording light on, simply go to patreon.com forward slash bswthepodcast and sign up to be a supporter of the show. Your episodic tithes of a dollar or more will get you early access to each episode by at least three days, stickers, shirts, and shout-outs. That's patreon.com forward slash bswthepodcast. For the latest events, BSW swag, including signed copies of The Bible Says What the book, head on over to the show's ever-evolving webpage at thebiblesayswhat.com. And no matter which platform you use to listen to your podcasts, don't forget to hit that subscribe button so you won't miss out on the next episode. Until then, would you kindly pick up your Bibles and read them? there is usually a natural fucking firebrand level patrons get a signed copy of the book signed with all so signed signed with signed with firebrand level patrons get a signed copy of the book stuffed with all sorts of bsw stickers and cards thank you for all oh man